Greetings, YouTubers, thrill seekers, small gerbils, and people named Bob. Hello, it is I, your favorite obscure social studies teacher. With just enough expertise to make things interesting, Mr. Palumbo, and this is the Professor Liberty Podcast. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. You know I appreciate it. I always appreciate it. If you'd like to email the show, the email is ProfessorLiberty1776 at gmail.com. That's Professor Liberty, 1776 at gmail.com. Do you think I could do a commercial? Do I have a commercial voice, you know? Buy the new thing. Anyway, send me your questions, your comments, your concerns, your criticisms, whatever. Send them to Professor Liberty, 1776 at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, on Parlor, on Pinterest. You know, don't hesitate to contact me. Many of you guys have reached out to me in various ways, and trust me, they have sparked a lot of good ideas and content for topics for the show. So don't hesitate to reach out. Well, summer is ending, and like always, I'm a little sad because it's back to school week. But I wanted to leave you guys with a Motivational Monday episode that I think you'll like. I've been really stewing on this one. I've been thinking about it. So I hope you'll get something out of it. I mean, I, you know, I'm assuming you're tuning in because you like the content. I like it. And, you know, studying successful people in media, they'll often say that they just put out what they enjoyed and other people ended up liking it. So, This is something that was kind of on my heart, something I've been stewing over, like I said, and uh, I hope you will like it too and find it beneficial. You know, there's studies out there that say that most millennials seek fame and fortune over all other things in life. If they could just be famous, that is the goal or the purpose of their life, to find fame. And I suppose fame and fortune have always been probably, if you, if you had surveys back in past centuries, I think fame and fortune would probably always be in the top five, you know, purposes for one's life, goals for one's life. But today I want to talk about how important it is to have goals and a purpose for your life. And even though fame and fortune in, in, in and of themselves isn't necessarily a bad thing, I think there's countless stories of how we can see in the news and the media and Facebook and social media how celebrities' lives in some ways are worse than those of other people and how sometimes wealth, though it's beneficial, there are countless stories of people, for example, winning the lottery and subsequently their lives, their marriages, their relationships, they don't get better, they often get worse. So there's a lot more to life than just chasing after money and fame. But here's the thing that I kind of want to thread the needle here. At least people that are chasing money and fame have a goal. They have a dream. They have a finish line. They have an accomplishment that they want to achieve. All of these things represent a purpose. And the problem is our youth are struggling with this very concept, purpose. What is the purpose in their lives? Kids, and in many cases, young adults today, have no concept of purpose. 
a lot of this, I believe, is the culture driven, which has cast purpose aside for the sake of living in the here and now and pleasing every desire. Having goals and long term plans have given way to instant gratification. The problem, obviously, and I've spoken about this regarding nihilism, is if you grow up with the idea that there's no ultimate purpose to life, this is obviously going to ultimately lead you down the road to oblivion. If there's no ultimate purpose, then I have no real purpose. And if there's no real purpose, why should I care about anything? I'll just live day to day being unproductive and really unfulfilled. And I think a lot of people out there are struggling and dealing with depression and so many other things because they're living a life that is unfulfilled. When you realize how short life is, how fast it goes, you really only have two options. And we don't really, we don't really think about this anymore. We don't teach philosophy in school. We don't, we don't think about the greater things. But this idea of being conscious and having a short lifespan is very stressful to human beings. It causes a lot of angst. We all know that we have an ultimate uh, expiration date. This is talked about in ancient philosophy. This is talked about in the Bible. So this is not a new concept. But there's really only two ways to deal with this reality, this idea of a short, fast life. And those two options are despair and, and surrender or motivation. Now, anyone who's been listening to this podcast for any length of time should know that here at Professor Liberty, we never advocate for the first option. Our motto is educate, inspire, and restore, not educate, despair, and surrender. The very first episode of this podcast is entitled Never Surrender. So no, the fact that time is short and that life has an expiration date does not deter us. It will motivate us and it should motivate you too. Well, motivate us to do what? Motivate us to use the time we have been given to fulfill a purpose. Okay, so this is where the Roman Stoic Seneca comes in. Seneca, also known as Seneca the Younger, is considered one of the heavyweights of Stoic philosophy. Uh, he was around, he was born the same time as Jesus, and he was a contemporary of St. Paul and the Apostles. So he's, he's living around that time, okay? He tutored Nero. And if you know anything about Nero, boy, he had quite the pupil. And we've touched on Stoics uh, we've touched on other Stoics on this podcast when we talked about Marcus Aurelius. So if you want to see what I said about Marcus Aurelius, go back and find that episode. And we're not going to get into Stoicism right now, but what I want to look at is a few things Seneca said about fulfilling a person's life or, or filling life's purpose. He says, quote, We all sorely complain of the shortness of time and yet have much more than we know what to do with. Our lives are either spent in doing nothing at all, or in doing nothing of any purpose, or in doing anything that we ought to do. We are always complaining that our lives, that our days are few, and acting as though there is no end to them. So according to Seneca the Younger, 
One of our biggest mistakes is simply wasting time. And I have to be honest, this concept really speaks to me. I hate being idle. I hate those days where I really have nothing to do, but I don't really have anything to do. Like I have energy and I want to go do something, but uh, I can't think of anything. You know, and I think what other people do, and I kind of, I'm the, I'm the humbug in my family, but a lot of times the family will all get in the car and when we're bored, we go to the mall and we consume. And we talked about that, I think, last uh, podcast when we talked about being thrifty, right? But we go out and buy things because we're bored. Well, I don't want to go out and buy things because I'm bored. I want to be productive. I want to do something productive. I want to do something meaningful and lasting and beneficial and positive. But according to Seneca, you know, the time we're given, we don't find a purpose because we're just, in fact, wasting time. We're wasting life. But here's the fact, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow is not promised. But yet we take it for granted. We assume we're going to be around today, tomorrow, next year. But ask yourself right now, am I wasting too much time. You know, I have a shirt. I bought a shirt and it uh, it has a Bible verse on it and it's got a skull on it. It looks kind of ominous, but it says, your life is a vapor. And when I wear it, my wife kind of rolls her eyes and she's like, can you be a little more optimistic? But see, again, back to my original point, we all know life is short. So you're either going to take one or two paths. You know life is short and that's depressing and you just wallow in that depression, or you know life is short and you use it to motivate yourself to be a productive person. Is there something you've always wanted to try to learn? Is there something you've always wanted to try to do? Is there always, has there always been a place you've always wanted to go? Well, there's no better time than now. There will always be excuses. And trust me, I have my own fair share of excuses. But the fact remains, we only have so much time. So according to Seneca, the first step towards moving out and finding a purpose is stop wasting time. Stop putting stuff off. Go back to school. Get that degree. Stop making excuses. Instead of excuses, start making plans. I think another step into finding a purpose for your life uh, is in another quote from Seneca, and actually this is the quote that kind of got the ball rolling for this episode. Seneca writes, If one does not know which port he is sailing, no wind is favorable. Unquote. I've been chewing on this quote for a couple weeks, and to be honest, like I said, this is the quote that really got this episode going. I see this phenomena occurring in my students. Well, what does this mean? What does it mean that if you don't know which port you're sailing, no wind is going to be favorable? I've pondered this for a few days. And like any good student, I ask myself, what does this mean? I have to admit, being a Navy guy, I do appreciate the nautical theme of this analogy. I believe that Seneca is saying something simple. There's no purpose without direction. The two go hand in hand. No direction, no purpose. No purpose, no direction. What Seneca is saying in this quote is if we don't know where we're going in life, we're not going to know how to get there. And if we don't know how to get there, we're not going to go. 
It reminds me of that part in Alice in Wonderland where she's lost in the woods and she comes across the Cheshire cat, right? And she asks the cat for directions and the cat says, well, that depends on where you want to go. So he's basically saying directions depend on your destination, right? Your goal, your purpose in life. And Alice responds that she doesn't really care which way she goes. And so the cat says, well, then it doesn't really matter the directions. So you see how connected direction and purpose are in life. And we have a lot of people out there today living in the present, day to day, month to month, tweet by tweet, TikTok post by TikTok post. Smart people, people with talent, unique people. And none of this is realized. None of this, none of this uh, skill, none of these tools, none of this brain power is being utilized because they don't have a purpose because they don't know what their purpose is. And say so they, don't, they don't take the directions in life to fulfill that purpose. So how do we turn this ship around to borrow from the nautical theme of the quote? Well, first we got to find our coordinates. We have to get a heading. What's our heading? Well, how do we do that? We try stuff. Now, I know I've talked about this before, trying things. It seems simple, but people are very scared to put themselves in new positions. You know, the, the comfort zone is where everybody likes to be. Just give me a phone and I can sit here and look at TikTok reels all day. That's fun, easy, and time-wasting, and I'll wait till I die. However, it's not an option. In this case, it is not an option. If you're sitting there right now and you're like, I have no idea what my purpose is, you're never going to find out unless you try, unless you take a step into the woods like Alice Okay, Alice was lost in the woods and she's, she's just roaming around. You got to get out of your comfort zone and roam around in the woods and try things. People who find purpose look for it. That's a fact. People who are successful in life keep trying until guess what? They succeed. So if we want to find direction, we're going to have to look for it. What are your talents? What skills do you have that others don't have? What could you... Uh, bring to the table? What might you possibly benefit your, your skill set, your knowledge, your attitude, your intelligence, something that other people can benefit from? Trust me, no skill is too small. Most people today can't even cook for themselves or their families. You know, I meet a lot of couples and they're young and the wife will say, well, I don't know how to cook. So we go to McDonald's. Oh, uh, Mr. Palumbo, that is a sexist statement, Mr. Palumbo. Why must you point out that women, I mean, I mean, birthing people, why must you point out that she's the one that has to cook? Men can cook too, you know, Mr. Palumbo. Yes, men can cook too. How do you think I learned how to cook? I had to cook for myself when I lived on my own. When I got married, my wife learned how to cook, and now she's hands down the best cook I know. Did you hear that, honey? But back to my original point, I don't think, don't think to yourself you have nothing to offer the world. A lot of people need help with a lot of different things, even small things like cooking. So say you don't know anything else. Say you failed in high school. Say you barely read at a third grade level, but you know how to cook. You can serve people and you can fulfill a purpose that is needed in life. But here's the thing. We got to talk about this. There also needs to be some humility 
when you're trying to find your purpose. In this self-inflated age, we all like to think, as I noted earlier, that most of us, our purpose is to be a superstar. Our purpose is to be an athlete, a president, a celebrity, a social media influencer. Well, maybe that is your destiny, to be rich and famous and awesome. But maybe it's not, and it probably isn't. Maybe your purpose is helping people. Helping someone in your family, raising kids that aren't yours, teaching someone to read, making sure someone you don't even know, like police officers, making sure the community is safe. These purposes don't sound very exciting, right? It's, it's, they're not going to make a movie about you. But that doesn't mean they're not important. Did you ever think that maybe the whole entire purpose of your life might be to put someone else in a better station? How does that make you feel, that statement? I'd say if you feel bitter about that or somehow you think it's lame, you might want to check your ego a little bit. How many people have been alive in the world? Millions and millions and millions. And how many people are in the history books? Maybe your idea for purpose is a little too unrealistic. I think society is again to blame for this, this warped view of the purpose in life. The purpose in life is for you to be happy and have everything you want. You know, take, for example, uh, stay-at-home moms. I guess since I'm already sexist, we'll, we'll keep going down that road. There are some women out there who love, absolutely love, being a homemaker. And they're really good at it. But let me ask the stay-at-home moms listening, how many times have other people made you feel somehow lesser because you're not out in the rat race? You're not dropping your kids off at preschool so you can go punch a time card somewhere. And they make you feel somehow lesser. Why isn't homemaker considered an honorable profession, a purpose in life? Honestly, I think you'll have to talk to feminism about that. Anyway, what about dads? What about dads who have worked the same meaning, mindless job for 30 years? A job they hate. So they could put food on the table, shelter, health insurance for their family. Will he go down in the history books? No. But does that diminish his purpose? No. So your purpose might not be first woman on Mars or the the man who cured cancer. And that's okay. But the real joy in life comes when you find your purpose and you're actively living it out. And that's Seneca's ultimate point. A purposeful life is, well... A life of purpose. Can I get that on can I get that on a bumper sticker? A purposeful life is a life of purpose. And that takes active participation. It takes seeking, finding out what your purpose is, learning, doing. Life is short. We only have so much time, and frankly, we're all gonna die. We can either let this reality send us into despair and nihilism and depression, or it can motivate us to be productive. No, not in productive as in building our wealth or constructing massive works like the ancients, uh, how they chose to do their time, but a life of benefiting other people, making the world a better place. Here at Professor Liberty, we seek to educate, inspire, and restore. If you like this podcast, please go to Apple Podcasts and give me a five-star rating. You can go to Teachers Pay Teachers to look at activities and worksheets and lessons that I have developed for your own homeschool or your own classroom. Until next time, go throughout the land.
and proclaim liberty.